Hello and welcome to the Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. And this week, we have a brand new podcast. And I am with a brand new guest. Welcome to the show. It's Jocko Willing. What's up, Jocko? You gonna clap this thing out? Because I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I'm ready to clap this thing out. Stand by to get some, Jocko. Let's record this shit. Wow, someone is seriously task-orientated today, huh, Jocko? Saturated. Yeah, you could say task-saturated as well, I guess. What have you got there? Look at these books. They're all different. Totally different. There's no book like this, by the way. Huh, I didn't expect you to be reading Mary Poppins, Jocko. (laughs) Anyway, apart from Mary Poppins, what did you get up to this morning, Jocko? I was thinking about this today while I was squatting. Fucking heavy. Oh, nice. What were you thinking of while you were squatting? You don't squat, do you? How dare you? Of course I squat. But you don't have fucking, you don't have a squat rack at your house. You fucking front squat, back squat, overhead squat. They're just fucking getting fucking crazy with squats. No, I don't have a squat rack at my house, Jocko, but I do do goblet squats at home. (laughs) What's so funny? What's wrong with goblet squats? You skip leg day. What are you talking about, Jocko? I do leg day twice a week. Oh, you think? legs, getaway sticks. Getaway sticks, my ass. What are you trying to say about my leg days, Jocko? Because this is super hardcore. True, but what if I don't want to go hardcore every time I work out? Those days. <laughs> Those days when I'm tired or worn out or just basically sick of the grind. What, what do I do on those days? I go anyways. I get it done even if I'm just going through the motions. I go through the motions. I don't really want to work out. I work out. I, I really don't want to hammer on a project. I hammer on the project. Don't really want to get up and get out of bed. Yeah. I get up and get out of bed. I get it, man. When you don't want to do a hardcore workout, you do a hardcore workout. When you are feeling down, you get out there and you go squat, you go deadlift, or you go work out. What would you say to people who want to take a day off or have a day off put into their routine? Don't take today off. Not today. Wait until tomorrow. Don't don't give in to the immediate gratification that is whispering in your ear. Shut that down. Do not listen to that little voice. Instead, go through the motions. Lift the weights. Sprint the hill. Work on the project. Get out of bed but the chances are you won't you won't need that rest chances are you will realize that the desire to rest was just weakness it was just the desire to take the path of least resistance the downhill path the easy path and by simply going through the motions You overcame that path and you stayed on the righteous path, the discipline path. You stayed on the war path, which is right where you know that you belong. 
Speaking of this path, how did you get on the path and what made you go down it? When I was a kid, I, I wanted to be a commando. Like I don't really remember wanting to do anything else. When I realized that there was that role that you could play in life, that's what I wanted to do. And, and a lot of my friends in the SEAL teams were the same way. That's what they wanted to do. And as soon as they figured out, like, oh, that's, that exists? Oh, I can do that? And I just have to sign this piece of paper and go do this stuff, and then that's what I'll be? Where does that come from? Some call it fate. Some call it destiny. I call it taking life by the scruff of the neck and getting after it. What do you think would have happened if you hadn't done what you did and taken life by the scruff of the neck and gone down that path. Well, I had the, the I was a rebellious kid, right? And I could have easily gone down the path of crime. And as a matter of fact, many of my friends that I, you know, left when they stayed in the at home, they they did end up as criminals and having big trouble with the law or going down even paths of drugs and everything else that you can get into. But but when we were kids or younger, Everyone kind of had the same thing, but like you said, I kind of, I, I, I'm so lucky because I just signed that piece of paper and I, and I saw that I could do something and I could take all that aggression and all that energy and I could do something that was good and positive. And, and we joke about that in the SEAL teams that many guys, you, you, you actually, to be a good SEAL, you sort of, you sort of have this criminal mindset that you've you've somehow harnessed and you keep under control most of the time yeah and occasionally it does get out of hand and we got guys that get in trouble and that happens and if we if we only took guys that would never get in trouble we wouldn't have anyone in the rank how did the seals deal with rebelliousness in the teams so what did what did a good seal do you know what you did you went out and drank and got in bar fights mm -hmm. that's what a good seal did so you know what i did Went out and drank, got in bar fights. That's what, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. It took me a while to figure out, no, there's actually something more than that. Like, we're actually supposed to be preparing for war. And and and, and so now, like you said, I, I definitely acted things out and sort of was on a decent path. But as I got older and more mature, and to this day, as I can look around and, and actually overlay the understanding on the way I've carried out, my life is very... It's very helpful to me, and it also helps me explain it to other people that see the path that I'm on. Go, they they like that path. They would like to join me on that path. And I get guys that you know when I was in, I I you know I kind I look like a serial killer for all practical purposes. I'm that's the way I come across, right? Speaking of serial killers, Jocko, what do you do in those scenarios where you are in a terrible situation and you don't know what to do? or you wanna prepare for those scenarios. You wanna be ready to handle yourself physically. Um, you wanna know how to fight. That means you need to train, jiu-jitsu, boxing, Muay Thai, wrestling. You, if you're in a high crime area, you're in a high threat area, and you think this stuff is really gonna happen out there, then guess what? You need to get a firearm, you need to learn how to shoot a firearm. You need to train with the firearm. You need to understand the ramifications of utilizing a firearm. And then you need to carry it so you can protect yourself. And those same things go if you decide you're going to carry any kind of weapon. Whether it's pepper spray or a mace or an asp or a knife. Anything that you're going to carry, you better know what you're doing.
You need to prepare with it. So that's what you need to do to be prepared. Okay, that's that, that's what. And, and, and you know, I've said this before. I said it on the Sam Harris podcast. If you you if you do these things, if you work on your physical condition, if you work on your fighting, if you work on your shooting, if you work on your your weapon skills, and you never have to use them, great. I I will still say it has not been wasted time. It has been time that has made you a better person. It's imposed discipline on you. It's gotten you better physical conditioning. It's just good for you. Mm-hmm. So regardless, you should be training in these type of situations. Speaking of preparation, what do we mortals do to wake up earlier like yourself, Jocko? So one of the things, real, real easy one out of the gate, get an escalating alarm. So what that means is it starts off quiet and it gets louder. It gets progressively louder. I am a much lighter sleeper than my wife. So this is not that big of a deal to me. And I can't answer I've, I've I've slept with roommates that wanted to sleep, you know, like in the military, you know, you got, you got bunked together or whatever. So I've dealt with this a little bit, but it, it's really no factor. Get an escalating alarm. And then when that thing goes off, um, you, you wake up before it gets too loud to wake your spouse. It should be on your side of the bed so you yeah. can make it happen. Or you can pick a song that starts off nice and mellow and that kind of builds mm-hmm. and, for a long time, for this particular reason, I used to have, um, there's a band called The Sword, and they have a song called Iron Swan, and it's off nice and mellow, and if you don't get up in time, it's coming, because otherwise it's, <laughs> oh, you mean like this song? song suggestions Jocko if I need to get up and I need to get up and get on it like there's a song called repeat process by 100 demons for those who wonder what hell sounds like at 4 a.m. in the morning here you go That song will get you out of bed. It will get you out of bed. When it kicks in, it just comes. It comes. It's like it's like getting. It's it's like an explosion happens in your room. There you go. And it's a great song. Once you do that, you gotta have the gear pre-staged. The gear has the morning gear has to be pre-staged. We're not pulling open drawers. We're not flipping on lights. We're not searching for stuff. No, we get up. We walk out of the room. Yeah. Quietly, stealth mode. Then you get to either the bathroom. Now, if you have the bathroom en suite. Maybe you have some stuff staged in the other bathroom in the house. So you just walk right out of the room, shut the door, and you're good. You made your escape. Yep. 
That's you good. know. Oh, Dang. and I'll tell you another thing. A little heads up. Make sure that you set off your secondary. I mean, that you turn off your secondary and your tertiary alarms. So if you're like sure. me and you sleep with multiple alarm clocks. If you leave, because they, they go off sequentially, right? You know, you got your first one, iPhone, then you got your second one, battery powered, then you got your third one, wind up. The wind up is the gnarly last one with the, right? Right. If right. you leave that thing, if you forget to shut that thing off before you walk out, you can hear about it. <laughs> you can hear about it, because now when it goes off, it's a startler, because yeah. it doesn't go off. I mean, most, you know, 50% of the time I'm up before the alarms. Mm. But but if you leave that one on there, it's a startler, and then then your your spouse is waking up in a panic mode because <laughs> yeah. now they don't know where it is. They, there's effort; they're being attacked. It's 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 a gnarly situation. So shut off the secondary and tertiary alarms, and then get out of the room. As well as a crazy alarm and a system of getting up in the morning, what else can you do to get yourself together? I think. One of the things you got to do is check your diet, right? Mm. Check the diet. Make sure, in my opinion, make sure you're not ingesting a ton of carbohydrates because those are going to make you tired. They're going to make you excited or make you fired up for about 20 minutes. I don't know. I haven't had them in a long Check your diet. Yeah. Check your diet. I just had a guy on Twitter. Oh, man. He's, he's like, Hey man, I'm tired during the day. I'm dragging. I was like, well, we'll check your diet. And he's like, well, I think it's okay. I'm drinking a lot of energy. Drinks. No, not good. The energy drinks are addictive. Yeah. They're tasty. They're addictive. And they're, they're filled with sugar most of the time. <laughs> so you're going to get a, a major sugar rush and then you're going to crash. So you got to be careful of that. Also, you don't want to be on, on the crazy amount of caffeine. All day, and that's going to mess up your system. As yeah, and and well, I'll tell you right now. People ask me all the time, and they're surprised that I work out without caffeine in the morning. But I, I'm telling you, give it a try. Yeah, because it'll be harder. Maybe it's harder for you to get out of bed. Maybe it's harder for you to to get ready. Maybe it's harder for you to get into the gym with no caffeine. And maybe it's harder for you to start your workout with no caffeine. But once you start the workout. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. And if it is, good. Make your workout harder. You know, I don't think it's that big of a deal. So don't become addicted to the caffeine and that's going to be, because that can get problematic. And then, um, power nap, talked about this before. If you need to, you take a little power nap. You take six to eight minutes, you set your alarm clock, you elevate your feet above your heart, you lay down. And you black out. If you're really tired, you six to eight minutes, you feel like you feel like a rock star after one of those. Yep, agree. So we've got our alarm set. We've got our gear prepped. It sounds like we're starting to build discipline. How do we remove the external and start thinking inward? How does a person become disciplined? You don't get discipline from your parents, from your grandparents, from your older brothers and sisters. You don't get discipline from an external source. You have to get it from you. That's what self-discipline is. You get it from yourself. You get it from you. So there's people from every possible background, from no parents to crazy parents to you know, drug addicted parents, to super squared away parents, 
and everywhere in between on that spectrum that are completely disciplined people. More disciplined than anyone I know. It doesn't come from your parents. You don't inherit it. And there's another piece here. It's called ownership, right? It's called ownership. And if you're if you want to blame other people for the problem, and I say this all the time, if you don't take ownership of the problem, the problem's not going to get solved. So if you blame your parents for not having raised you in a disciplined environment, you're not going to solve that problem. You're looking at your parents saying, if you would have done a better job being more disciplined for me, I would be more disciplined now. Mm-hmm. So that means that means you can't do anything. The fact of the matter is it's wrong. You actually can do something. And it doesn't matter what, how your parents raised you and brought you up. You can have the discipline you need to decide to do it. So it doesn't matter where your background is. It's what you decide to do. Yeah. Wow. I can't think of a better way to end this podcast, Jocka. That is the best way to describe imposing self-discipline and creating that mental hardening that is going to help people in their day-to-day lives so we'll end it here this has been the tls tales podcast this has been chris's corner as always i hope to see you here next time bye now